Blog Talk Radio. Good family, what's going on? Minister Bernard Marrow here, back for another broadcast of By Faith Be Good, uh, the By Faith Be Good podcast and radio show, an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. Y'all know I get excited when we go live on Purpose Kingdom Network. We are also currently live on Facebook. We're live on Instagram, and so the word of God, it's going to go forth as God desires it to. Amen. I pray that this word be a blessing to you tonight, family. I pray that your day, that your week has been great thus far. Come on. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us continue to rejoice and be glad in it. Shout out to all of my Facebook family. Shout out to all of my Instagram family. Shout out to all of my Purpose Kingdom Network family. What's going on? As I always say, family. Listen, shout out to all of God's messengers. We thank God for what he's doing here at Purpose Kingdom Network. And we thank God for our CEO and founder, Pastor Toy Daly. We just thank God for her commitment, her dedication and diligence to the vision that God has given her. And we thank God and give God all the glory for every life that has been impacted, inspired, encouraged, and drawn closer to God. Come on, let's give God praise for that by itself. Hallelujah. Come on. Every life that has been impacted, inspired, encouraged, and drawn closer to God, we ought to give God praise. God, we all the honor, the glory. And the praise. And I want to make mention tonight that it is the 1,795th broadcast on Purpose Kingdom Network. That is amazing. 1,795th broadcast here on Purpose Kingdom Network. Well, family, check it out. As always, I'm going to go ahead and open up in prayer tonight. There is a word from the Lord for you. We're continuing in the series that God has been blessing us with through his word titled, Keep Your Faith in Motion, and we are on part 11. Glory to God. So I'm going to go ahead and open up in prayer tonight, and we're going to come together, receive the word of God, and press forward by faith, walking by faith and not by sight. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. You are worthy. You are awesome. You are amazing. We thank you, God. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for all you will do. Thank you for waking us up. Thank you for renewing our minds. Thank you for renewing our strength. Thank you for purifying our hearts. Thank you for preparing the way before us. Thank you for being our refuge. Thank you for being our fortress. Thank you for being our light and our salvation. 
Thank you for being the strength of our life. Thank you because you are for us. Nothing and no one can come against us. Thank you that nothing and no one can separate us from your love. So we come together tonight to decree and declare, have your way, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, have your way, Holy Spirit. Set the atmosphere where we are. Let your presence be made known, God. Your love be felt. Bless your word that it go forth boldly, that it be a blessing to your children, that we install it, live by it, and share it with others. In the mighty, matchless name of Jesus, I pray, God, that your word is received by your children tonight. I pray that someone will rise and ask the most important question they will ever ask. What must they do to be saved? We thank you that as we lift up your name, Jesus, you will draw all to you. To you be all the honor, the glory, and the praise. We thank you. We love you. We honor you. We bless you. We magnify you. We adore you. We exalt you. We lift you up high. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Have your way tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Come on, give God some praise tonight, family. Are you excited about the word of God? that is getting ready to go forth tonight. Hallelujah. So once again, family, we are in part 11 of this series titled, Keep Your Faith in Motion. Listen, when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. You know, our foundational scripture for this series um, is 2 Thessalonians, nope, 1 Thessalonians, thank you, Holy Ghost, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse where God's word says his word is at work those who believe. Amen? And so when you activate your faith, you activate God's word, and God's word becomes your reality. Amen? So when you're faced with the challenge and you are strong in faith, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. God will renew your strength to overcome that obstacle to press through that challenge. Amen? When your faith is in motion, God's word is working. I want to encourage you tonight. When your faith is in motion, so is the new job. When your faith is in motion, so is your healing. When your faith is in motion, so is your deliverance. When your faith is in motion, so is restoration. When your faith is in motion, so is your provision. When your faith is in motion, so is the vision. I want to encourage you tonight that God is always with you, and he will always have you covered. So let's get into it tonight, family. We are once again in week 11 of this series titled, Keep Your Faith in Motion. I want to encourage you tonight to let you know that there should never be a time where it's okay to not be in faith, right? We, uh, uh, being in faith and being in our feelings going to work, right? Y'all hear me talk about this all the time. Faith and our feelings cannot coexist. They cannot work together, right? You're either going to be in faith or you're either going to be in your feelings. And if you're in your feelings, you're not in faith. And if you're not in faith, you're not covered. And that's when the enemy will try to come at you when you are not in faith. So we got to remain strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So tonight, family, uh, there's no subtitle. It's just plain and simple. Keep your faith in motion. You do not want to miss this word tonight. 
So tonight we are going to be in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, and I'm going to read verses 12 to 24 in the New Living Translation. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 12 to 24 in the New Living Translation. Let's get into it. So the Word of God says, we can say with confidence and a clear conscience that we have lived with a God-given holiness. Certainly in all our dealings, we have depended on God's grace, not on our own human wisdom. That is how we have conducted ourselves before the world and especially toward you. Our letters have been straightforward. There is nothing written between the lines and nothing you can't understand. Hallelujah. He says, I hope someday you will fully understand us, even if you don't understand us now. He says, then on the day when the Lord Jesus returns, you will be proud of us in the same way we are proud of you. Verse 15. Since I was so sure of your understanding and trust, I wanted to give you a double blessing by visiting you twice. Now, this is Paul speaking, and he's writing a letter to the church of Corinth, right? And so he says, since I was sure of your understanding and trust, I wanted to give you a double blessing by visiting you twice. Stay tuned in, family. You don't want to miss it. Verse 16. First on my way to Macedonia, and again when I returned from Macedonia. Then you could send me on my way to Judea. You may be asking why I changed my plans. I want you to pay attention to this. He says, don't you think I make my plan? He says, do you think I make carelessly? Check this out. He says, do you think I make my plans carelessly? Do you think I am like people of the world who say yes when they really mean no? Surely as God is faithful, our word to you does not waver between yes and no. Verse 19, for Jesus Christ, the Son of God, does not waver between yes and no. He is the one whom Silas, Timothy, and I preach to you, and as God's ultimate yes, he always does what he says. Let that be an encouragement to somebody tonight. He always does what he says. Verse 20, very familiar scripture. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes, and through Christ our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for his glory. Now, in the King James Version, the word of the Lord says, now all of the promises of God in him are yes, and in him are amen unto the glory of God by us. So what is God saying? God is guaranteeing that he's going to do what he promised. And when he says unto the glory of God by us, he is saying that we are going to give him the glory because he is going to do what he promised. Let's keep going. Verse 21, it is God who enables us along with you to stand firm for Christ who enables us along with you to stand firm for Christ. He has commissioned us and he has identified us as his own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment that guarantees everything he has promised us. 
verse 23. Now I call upon God as my witness that I am telling the truth. The reason I didn't return to Corinth was to spare you from a severe rebuke. Now, I need you to pay attention to verse 24. Here it is. He says, that does not mean we want to dominate you by telling you how to put your faith into practice. He says, we want to work together with you. He says, we want, here it is, family, we want to work together with you so you will be full of joy for it is by your own faith now, I want to read verse 24 one more time because I, I need you to get this, right? Because this is where we're focusing in on. This is what we're zooming in on. We're going to get an understanding of what's happening in this chapter, but also we're going to zoom in on verse 24. So let me read it one more time. So verse 24, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24 in the New Living Translation, Paul says, but that does not mean we want to dominate you by telling you how to put your faith into practice we want to work together with you so you will be full of joy watch this last line for it is by your own faith stand firm for it is by your own faith stand firm again for it is by your own faith that you stand firm glory to god the word of the lord is blessed and we thank god for his word tonight So let's get into it, family. So I want to encourage you on the importance of keeping your faith in motion. You have to remain strong in faith and not allow yourself to doubt, to waver, to worry, to get caught up in your feelings, right? This is why we have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, because it's in having a relationship with him where we learn how to trust him. If you're just going through the motions, if you're just going through the formalities, if you are hearing God's word, but you're not applying God's word uh, to your life, if, if there's no application of God's word, if, if you're not spending time in God's presence, if, if you're not seeking God, if you're not going to God in prayer, if you're not laboring in the word of God, so that you can feed your faith, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, then this is why you're having challenges and difficulty trusting God, because you are not really spending time getting to know him for yourself. You're not seeking for God to lead you. You're you're not learning how to trust him. You're just going through the motions. So we have to make sure that we are strong in faith at all times. So I want to encourage you tonight, family, to let you know that we are in a time where if there's anything that we need to be doing, it is to be committed to God. I want to reiterate something with you tonight. You know, we're in a time where if there's anything that we need to be doing, it's staying committed to God, knowing who we are, knowing whose we are, and knowing what we carry, focused on the responsibility that God assigned to us to carry out, knowing that every promise God declared is guaranteed to be fulfilled in our life. And so God, establishing us through Christ, God enables us and guaranteed his promises to us by bestowing us with the precious gift 
of the Holy Spirit. And so through the Holy Spirit, we are able to persevere, pressing forward by faith. It's through the Holy Spirit that we are able to persevere, pressing forward by faith. Having the power of God through the Holy Spirit, most importantly, here it is, to witness. Telling others about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who he is, what he's done, and all that he's able to do, having a personal relationship with him. But also, family, having the power of God through the Holy Spirit to stand firm in our times of trials, tribulations, and hardships. I'm going to say that again. Not only do we have the power of God through the Holy Spirit to persevere and press forward by faith, not only do we have the power of God through the Holy Spirit to most importantly be a witness to tell this world about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who he is, what he's done, and all that he's able to do, having a personal relationship with him, but also, family, having the power of God through the Holy Spirit to stand firm when we're going through our own times of trials, tribulations, and hardships, to remain faithful in what God has called us to do, knowing with God we'll always make it out of every situation. We'll always overcome knowing we can succeed in living this life God created us to live, but only happen the way to do it, family, by faith. Fully believing in who God is, being fully assured that God is so real and so alive, that God is in control, that God has all power, that because he is the greatest power, we shall never be defeated. Fully believing in the word of God, believing without doubting, believing without worrying, believing without being fearful, believing without wavering. Word says in James chapter 1, and double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. We can't pray to God and believe in what we're praying uh, what we'll believe in what, what we're praying to, for God to do, and then as soon as we finish praying and a situation arise, now we're all over the place. We're worrying. We're still some type of way. We're panicking. And we can't flow like that, family. We have to make the decision that I'm going to believe in God. I'm going to stand firm on his word. I'm going to trust in him at all times. Hallelujah, I'm not going to dwell on the past, but I'm going to remain focused on what's ahead of me because where God leads me in life is always greater than where I've been. You have to keep your faith in motion. And so let's keep going. And so Paul didn't try to, to uh, control the Corinthians with religion. I want to say that again. Paul didn't try to control uh, the, the Corinthians without religion, uh, with religion family, he instead wanted to work with them so that they can experience the joy that they've been looking for. Now, I'm going to slow walk this because I want you to receive this tonight, all right? And so Paul, he didn't try to control the Corinthians with religion 
He instead wanted to work with them so that they could experience the joy that they've been looking for. We can see Paul's leadership qualities in this chapter. He wanted them to follow his lead as he follows Christ while giving them an opportunity to mature in their faith. Glory to God. Glory to God. I need you to stick with me, family, because we're going somewhere. And I, and I want you to receive this word tonight. To God be all the glory. And so we see Paul's leadership qualities in this chapter. He wanted the, the Corinthians to follow his lead as he follows Christ while giving them an opportunity to mature in their faith. We have those in our life, family. We have those in our life God appoints to help lead us in the right direction. I'm talking about our pastors. I'm talking about counselors. I'm talking about mentors. We have those in our life God appoints to help lead us in the right direction. But you don't want to get so comfortable with depending on them or others that you find yourself not being strong in faith yourself. That's something there. You don't want to get so comfortable or uh, with depending on the faith of others that you're not strong in faith yourself. When we look at verse 24, family, the end of that verse, he says, for it is by your own faith that you stand firm. It is by your own faith that you stand firm. Glory to God. And so, family, we don't want to get so comfortable on depending on our leaders or depending on others or depending on the faith of others that we not be strong in faith ourselves. You got to learn how to be strong in faith. You got to learn how to trust in the Lord with your whole heart and lean not to your own understanding, acknowledging him in all of your ways knowing that he will direct your path. I want to bless you on tonight. How you acknowledge him is how he'll show up. If you acknowledge him as your provider, he'll show up as your provider. When you acknowledge him as your healer, he'll show up as your healer. When you acknowledge him as your deliverer, he'll show up as your deliverer. When you acknowledge him as the only true living God who's in control, who can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to its power that is at work within you, he'll show up as the only true living God who is in control, who can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to his power that is at work within you. When he says acknowledge him in all of your ways, that sounds like a prayer life. That sounds like acknowledging God for who he is. That sounds like going to God in prayer to acknowledge him for who he is, to let God know, in spite of what I'm going through, I'll still trust you. In spite of what it looks like, I'll still trust you. In spite of how it feels, I'll still trust you. I acknowledge that you're still God, that you're still in control, that you still have all power. I'll come to you first because I know when I come to you, You'll lead me in the right direction. I'll keep my faith in motion because I know with God, I won't fail. I won't lose, but I'll always win. I'll walk in victory. I'll overcome. I'll be triumphant only 
when I keep my faith in motion. So family, I don't want to get so comfortable on depending on the faith of others. Now, it's okay to depend on the faith of others because God has appointed also many of us as intercessors. And so those who are intercessors, those who have a prayer life, those who pray on behalf of others, hallelujah, God will show favor and do in the, and, and he will move in the lives of others simply because of the favor he has on your life. Oh, that's another sermon for another time. God, hallelujah, God, God will, he will, he will move in the lives of others he will move in the lives of those you've been praying for simply because of the favor he has on your life. You've been faithful. You've been seeking God. You've been laboring in this word. You've been giving God praise. You've been worshiping God in spirit and in truth. So, when you, so this is the importance of interceding. Because of the favor God has on your life, he'll answer your prayers concerning others. He's going to take care of you. But God will show favor and cover those you've been praying for, sustain those you've been praying for, heal those you've been praying for, provide for those you've been praying for, simply because of the favor he has on your life. This is why we cannot take who we are in Christ lightly. Why we can't take what we carry for granted. We know that we have maybe family members or other people who may even get on our nerves at times, but thank God. He shows up in their life. Hallelujah. There's a a revelation that I want to share with you tonight. Glory to God. Remember when the the Sotarian went before the Lord, said he had a servant in his house, and he says, my servant is sick. He says, he's getting ready to die. He says, says, my servant is sick, and I need you to heal him. And Jesus was ready to go to his house, and he says, no, you don't have to go to my house. He says, speak the word. And the word of God says that Jesus was amazed because he had never saw faith in the earth like that. And so Jesus healed the Sotarian servant. But here's the revelation that the Lord showed me in the spirit. He says, son, he says, I went to the man's house and healed the servant while I still was talking to him. <laughs> he says, I hear you. He says, I went to his house and I healed the servant. While, he, while we were still having a conversation, because I'm God, I'm omnipresent, I'm everywhere all at the same time. So why am I saying this tonight? Because when you are praying for your children, when you are in the presence of God, you don't have to worry. You don't have to be in your feelings, because God is going to go see about them while you're dwelling in his presence. You don't have to worry about your family members, because God is going to go see about them why he's listening to you praying to him. You get into Acts. When you get into the book of Acts where before Paul was Paul, before he took ownership of his Roman name, when he was Saul, remember where he had an encounter with God on the road to Damascus. Hallelujah. And he was blinded and God went to Ananias and he gave Ananias the instruction to go see about. Here it is. When you look in that chapter, family, God is telling Ananias what he wants him to do concerning Saul. And he says this to Ananias. Watch this, y'all. Watch this, Pastor Joyce. He says this to Ananias. He says, he says, 
is praying to me right now. <laughs> God is God is all that, if you ask me. He says, He says, Saul is praying to me right now. And I want you to go to where he is to lay your hands on him. He said, I want you to give him his sight back, and I want you to tell him what I want him to do. I'm saying this, family, because when you're in the presence of God and you're praying, God is listening to your prayers while he's going to go do what you requested him to do. He's covering your family. He's covering your coworkers. He's covering your community. He's covering your pastor. He's covering your church family. This is why we have to be strong in faith. Why we can't always depend on the faith of others. We have to be strong in faith ourselves because you never know who life is saved, who life is being sustained, who life, ooh, I feel the Holy Spirit, whose life preserved simply because of your prayers, because of the favor God has on your life. Hallelujah. That's another word for another time, but the Holy Ghost gave me an unction to speak on it. Glory to God. And so, family, God has given us leaders, pastors. He's given us counselors. He's given us teachers. He's given us mentors. Glory to God. God has given us God has given us leaders to lead, to guide, to groom, to help raise you up into taking ownership of who God created you to be and what God has purposed you to do. I want to say that corporately. God has given us leaders, hallelujah, he's given us leaders, pastors, counselors, mentors, teachers. He's given us leaders, spiritual uh, parents. He's given us leaders to lead, to guide, to groom, to help raise us up into taking ownership of who God created us to be and what God purposed us to do. So here it is. You can't get so comfortable with depending on others that you are not in faith yourself, that you don't know how to have faith yourself, that you don't know how to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It's called having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You have to learn how to speak over yourself. You got to learn how to stand firm on the word of God. You can't always, you know, just be like, hey, When you see people you know, people you know who pray, people you know who's strong in the word, you can't always, hey, pray for me. That's good. Gonna pray for you. You gotta learn how to go to God yourself. Learn how to go to God yourself. Here's here's a reference. Here's a confirmation. Because Paul even said in Philippians chapter two, verses twelve and thirteen in the King James Version, he says, "Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always," he says, "Let's get this on the screen." Glory to God. This is what Paul said. In uh, Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 to 13 in the King James Version, <laughs> King James Version, he says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, now much more in my absence, here it is, this line right here, work out your own salvation, be 
fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation fear and trembling. Here it is. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. That again. He says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation. Fear and trembling. It is God. It is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So God will always give you what you need to succeed in doing his will. Say that again. God will always give you what you need to succeed in doing his will, to advance his kingdom, because God wants to work through you. He wants to work through you. Here it is. God will meet your faith with his power. People by faith. God will meet your faith with his power. We did a series last year. Hallelujah. The Lord led me in a series last year titled Move by Faith. Will meet your faith with his power. We have an ex- the example of the woman with the issue of blood. She heard Jesus was going to be passing by. She made a decision that she was going to move by faith. She said, If I can only but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. She made a decision and she stuck to it. And because of her illness in that time, if you had certain illnesses, you could not be around other people. You, you were considered unclean, but she didn't care. She had been to doctors. She had spent tons of money on doctors. Nobody could cure her. She was bleeding for 12 years straight, and she heard Jesus was coming. She had to have heard about the miracles he performed. She made up in her mind that when he gets to where I am, I'm a press forward through the crowd, and I'm a church garment and be made whole. She knew she was going to be made whole. She didn't know it. She wouldn't have pressed forward to touch the hem of his garment. Press through the crowd. Here's a revelation about that family. There was a crowd of people around Jesus and everybody was touching him and Jesus said, somebody touch me. And the disciples was like, what you mean somebody touched you? All these people around you, of course somebody touched you. Jesus said, no, somebody touched me because he knew the person that touched him was in faith. Faith, here's the revelation, faith will make you stand out. All the other people that was around Jesus, watch this. All the other people that was around Jesus represented religion. All the other people that was around Jesus, they were going with the flow. They were going through the motions. They were following Jesus because they wanted to see more miracles. They wanted to hear him teach more. But none of them were believing in the miracles to happen in their own lives. They were following Jesus to see the miracles, but they weren't even believing for the miracles to take place in their own life. The woman with the issue of blood, she was in faith. Her faith separated her from the world. Her faith made her stand out. Her faith got her exactly what she needed. Because when you read it, it's in Matthew and it's in Luke. And when you read it in Luke, Jesus said he felt the virtue leave his body. In other words, he felt healing leave his body. So when she touched him, he knew exactly why she touched him. 
faithful to God in prayer while you're coming to him. You just got to make sure you're in faith so that what you're praying for can manifest. Hallelujah. God will meet your faith with his power. The woman with the issue of blood, he met her faith with power. And so, family, we are all equipped by God with our own unique God-given abilities and gifts in which when we faithfully use our God-given abilities and gifts for God's purposes, we'll be led. Verity, I want to say that again. When, when we faithfully use our God-given abilities and gifts for God's purposes, we'll be led into prosperity. We'll be in alignment with God's will for our life. To be in faith, even when it comes to using the gifts that God has given you. Like, if you don't, like, you got to believe that you can produce good fruit in the earth simply because of what God put in you. You got to believe that because you have the Holy Spirit, that you can be effective in walking in the purpose God created you to fulfill. God created all of us with a purpose as well as to live a blessed life. But this can't take place if you're not in faith. It cannot take place, family, if you are not in faith. We have to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We have to be strong in faith. That's why God requires for us to have a personal relationship with him. God. To know him for yourself. So when you're by yourself, when, when he begins to take you places, you'll know how to trust him. I want to say that right there because a lot of us are believing God to take us places. A lot of us are believing God to do great things through us, for us, and all around us. But I want to let you know tonight that you've got to learn how to be in faith because when God begins to take you places, you, you'll know how to trust him. You'll have faith in him, and you'll be fully dependent upon him. I want to say that again. When God begins to take you places, you'll know how to trust him. You'll have faith in him, and you'll be fully dependent upon him. Not only will you know how to trust God, but he'll be able to trust you. Follow his instructions to go where he says go, to do what he says do. Financially and spiritually. Even in times of tests, trials, and challenges. You know, you'll, you'll know how to stand firm in faith in God. It takes discipline. It takes conditioning yourself. So the way God created you too. It's like, if I could use an example, an analogy, it's like when you wash your hair. You got the shampoo and you got the conditioner. You know what I mean? And so you put the shampoo in there, you wash your hair, but watch this. Then you get to the point where you put the conditioner in your hair and the, more, the longer you leave the conditioner in your hair, the softer your hair gets. Yeah, I know about it. So check it out. So it's the same way with the word of God. The longer you dwell in this word, I feel the Holy Spirit. The longer you dwell in this word, the longer you labor in the word of God, the more God's word begins to saturate your heart saturate your mind. Ah, the word of God says, so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What's in you is what's going to come out of you. You got to get the word of God in you. So when you're faced with challenges, it's the word of God that comes out of you. You got to 
I feel God tonight. And so check it out, family. Even in times of pest, trials, and challenges, you'll know how to stand firm and be strong in faith in God. You can't stand firm on somebody else's faith. Let me say that again. You can't stand firm on somebody else's faith. No, no, no. We have to grow and mature in having faith in Christ so that we can stand firm and be unmovable, unshakable, and unwavering. Strong in faith so that we can be unmovable, unshakable, and unwavering. Paul was saying, I'd rather work with you than to come at you. Now, remember, Paul, he wanted to give them a double blessing. He wanted to visit them twice, once on his way to Macedonia and once when he was returning from Macedonia. He wanted to visit them twice, but he changed his plans because he said, if I come back, if I would have came back to you, I would have returned to you with a severe rebuke because they were doing some things that was sinful, that wasn't cool. And so Paul was saying, I'd rather work with you than to come at you. So when I come to see you, it'll be a moment of joy and not of grief. Because if I come back with a severe rebuke, it's not going to be a good moment. It'll be a moment of disappointment. It's going to be a moment of grief. And so Paul was saying, I'd rather work with you instead of coming at you. So when I see you, it'll be a moment of joy and not a moment of grief. Paul would have went back like he wanted in his initial plans. He would have went back with a severe rebuke. But instead, watch this, family, check this out. But instead, he saw an opportunity to give them understanding. He saw an opportunity for them to make a decision. He saw a moment to allow them time to get themselves together so that there wouldn't be condemnation, but there would be a celebration. Ooh-wee. He saw an opportunity uh, to give them time to get themselves together so that there wouldn't be condemnation, but there would be a celebration. Listen, isn't that just like God when he holds back on giving us what we do deserve just to give and have a moment with us that we don't deserve? You ought to get God praise right there. Isn't that just like God when he holds back on giving us what we do deserve just to give and have a moment with us that we don't deserve? Showing us here, we got to learn how to stand firm. We got to learn how to remain committed to God. We got to learn how to be fully dependent on God and on God alone. We got to learn how to know that at the end of the day, our faith needs to be in God and in God alone. Thank God for leaders like Paul who wants to add value to your life and help you grow rather than allowing you to fall, sink, or stay where you are. Leaders who want you to understand that when they're not around, uh, when you don't have anyone to call on, you've got to work out your own salvation and trembling. You've got to learn how to be disciplined in keeping your faith in motion because in spite of where you've been and what you've done, God created you, called you, qualified you, 
anointed you, appointed you for such a time as this. And if there's anything that you're going to need to be doing, family, it's staying committed to God and learning how to have strong faith and stand firm. Keep your faith in motion. You got to learn how to be strong in faith. You got to learn how to be consistent in having a prayer life. You got to learn how to be consistent with reading and studying God's word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've got to learn how to be consistent in seeking God for direction. You've got to learn how to be consistent in giving God all the honor, the glory, and the praise. You've got to work at maintaining your joy and be around others who will help you maintain your joy. Don't be around others who want to contaminate your joy. you got to be around others who will add value to your joy. Family, no matter what, you've got to keep your faith in motion. I'm here to let you know tonight that Jesus came to the world to show us the way. Come on, from the earth to the cross, our daddy paid. From the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky, that's why we lift his name on high. He died in our place. He took the penalty of sin on our behalf. He shed his blood. He gave up his spirit. He hung his head and he died. And he went to hell and he set the captives free. He took the keys to hell in the grave. And three days later, he rose with all power in his hands. He set us free. He redeemed us. He sanctified us. He reconciled us back to God, our Father. He put us in a right relationship with God. He put us in right standing with God. He gave us life abundantly, and he gave us life eternally. You ought to open up your mouth tonight and decree and declare, God, I'm fully committed. God, I'll remain strong in faith. God, I'll stand firm on your word. God. I'll love you all of my days, God. I'll serve you all of my days, God. It's for you I live. It's you that I serve. It's you that I seek. It's you that I need. So tonight, I am encouraging you tonight to keep your faith in motion when the enemy will come at you. That's when he will come at you. The devil knows he already lost. He knows that he's already defeated. He knows that his time is already up. Hell was not created for you. Hell was created for the devil. But what he's doing is he's trying to take as many people with him as he can. You have to make the decision to be strong in faith and to live your life for Jesus Christ's sake. Jesus said in Luke chapter 9, verses 23 and 24, he says, if you want to follow me, you got to pick up your cross daily. He says, he says, don't try to hang on to your own life. He says, if you try to hang on to your life, you'll lose it. But if you live your life for my sake, you'll save it. What is he saying? He's the savior of the world. If you live your life for Christ, he'll save your soul. He'll save you out of every situation. Because for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. When he says pick up your cross, here it is. When he says when you try to hang on to your life, you'll lose it. What was he saying? When you try to hold on to bad habits, when you try to hold on to a certain lifestyle, when you try to hold on to a certain way of thinking, he says, you'll mess up. When you try to live life your own way, you'll mess up. 
It won't work. Live your life for him. You'll save it because he's the savior. He says, pick up your cross daily and follow him. That means give God your yes. That means pick up the word of God. That means focus on valuing your relationship with him. That means staying committed to him. Pick up your cross. You're going to go through some things. You're going to suffer. You're going to have challenges. It's going to be trials and tribulations. But you've got the Savior of the world with you. You've got the God of the universe. I'm talking about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm talking about the only true living God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have to be strong in faith. It's okay to have others pray for you. It's okay to have others encourage you. It's okay because God will do things in your life simply because of the prayers of others, because of the favor he has on their life. In the same way, God will move in the lives of simply because of the favor he has on your life. But the people that you may have been depending on, the way that you may have been flowing, you may have been flowing in a way depending on others. And God wants you to be strong in faith, depending on him, learning how to depend on him for yourself. And so to go back to what I was saying, and then I'm going to extend the invitation to you, is that the enemy knows when you are in faith, he can't touch you. Nothing can stop a believer who believes. So when you are in faith, he can't touch you. When you know how to declare God's word and stand firm on it and believe in it without wavering and doubting, he can't touch you. Don't be in your feelings. Be in faith. Because when you're in your feelings, you're not in faith. And when you're not in faith, you're not covered. Now, because of God's grace and his mercy, God will show favor and he'll cover you anyhow. He'll do things for you anyhow because you're his child and God takes care of his children. But there are some times in life you better make sure you're in faith. So you're not consumed by the spiritual warfare that take place in this world. You're listening tonight, and I want to give you an opportunity, the greatest opportunity you'll ever have in your life, and that is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The word of the Lord says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Romans chapter 10, you can see it on the screen. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let me help you tonight. It don't matter how old you are, where you're from, what your past is. It don't matter where you've been, who you've been around, the mistakes you've made, the decisions you've made. If you call on the name of Jesus, it don't matter what your race is. If you call on the name of Jesus fully believing in who he is, what he's done, and what he's able to do, that he is the Savior of the world, that he died for your sins so you can be forgiven and reconciled back to God, having life and life more abundantly and eternally, and believing that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can act or think according power that is at work within you, you will be saved. If that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me tonight. Heavenly Father, forgive me, for I have sinned, falling short, of your glory. Believe Jesus Christ of God. Believe Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose with all power. I believe Jesus Christ will save me. Accept you 
my Lord, personal Savior. Oh, come into my heart. Into my life. Stay in my life. Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Come into my life. Stay in my life. And have your way that I live to God's word. Jesus' name, amen. Now, family, if you repeated that prayer after me and you fully believe in what you declared, you repeated that prayer for the first time, you just got saved. And guess what? We welcome you into the family of God. You've always been a part of God's family, but tonight you've officially taken ownership of being a part of God's family. We encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church where they can help you grow spiritually through the Word of God. We often encourage and inspire each other to stay focused, always pressing forward by faith, showing each other an abundance of love, letting the love of Christ flow through you. Hallelujah. God bless you. Listen, at this time, we're going to have our announcements, and then I'll come back and close us out. Amen, amen. Uh, Outstanding show and outstanding series, Minister Bernard. Truly enjoyed the word that was brought forth tonight. I just thank you for delivering that tonight. Uh, real quickly, this is a product of Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us tonight. Uh, no matter where in the world, we just uh, appreciate and support your listenership, whether you're listening to us via phone or you listen to us via Internet. We greatly appreciate uh, your listenership and letting your family and friends know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air tonight. Okay, anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. When we do a live show, we do have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. Anytime you want to talk to one of the hosts, you can just press the number one. Um, And uh, anytime you want to hear any of our past broadcasts, you can also go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And there you can just simply type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. Uh, we also do invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is under uh, it's, uh, Purpose Kingdom at Facebook, where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. And from time to time, we do make major announcements on that social media pages as well as others. We're also on Instagram and Twitter uh, under Purpose underscore Kingdom. Uh, also, uh, we do have a radio network, which is pkn.com. Uh, check it out, pkn.com. It has 24 hours of music of inspiration. And um, we also as well have uh, Radio Co. So go to Purpose Kingdom at Radio Co. where you can hear some of our broadcasts, our morning praise, and also some added uh, words of worship uh, there at Radio uh, Purpose Kingdom at Radio Co. All right, and uh, with that being said, that's going to be the end of the announcements. And tomorrow, even at the 8.30 p.m. hour, with God's going God's blessing, we hope you join us for self-expression, and that's going to be hosted by me, Brother Robert Pop-Pop Hudson. So once again, with God's going God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening for self-expressions, and that's going to be hosted by Brother Robert Pop-Pop Hudson. Okay, um, with that being said, that's going to be the end of the announcements. I'm going to hand the show back over to Minister Bernard and Minister Bernard, Minister Bernard, an excellent show. Amen. Man, glory to God. Glory to God. And so, family, we pray that you receive those announcements. To God be all the glory. I encourage you to connect with um, 
Purpose Kingdom Network, there's a word from the Lord for you every night of the week. Amen. And so we are uh, we are just messengers from heaven. Amen. And we're we're, we're walking in our assignment um, by God, from God, uh, to keep you encouraged, to feed your faith the word of God. Hallelujah. To lift up the name of Jesus so that um, you're drawn closer to him. Amen. Glory to God. And that's what this part, this this cast, this radio show, this broadcast is all about. It's an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. Listen, I pray that you were encouraged and inspired tonight. Glory to God. I pray that, listen, I pray that you increase your expectations. Hallelujah, because when you increase your expectations, God will not only meet your expectations, but he'll exceed your expectations. Having an expectation and believing is two different things. You can believe in what God promised, but it's a whole other situation when you start expecting it. So when you're believing in what God promised, you're believing that he's going to do what he promised. But when you start expecting it, watch this, you're putting a demand on it, and God's going to show up. Hallelujah, because it's faith that God is, he's attracted to you because you are his child. You are the apple of his eye. He cherishes you. He loves you with an everlasting love. But he's also attracted to faith. It's faith that gets God's attention. Hebrews 11 and 6, family, the word of God says, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. And those that come to him must believe that he is that he is God, and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. we got to have faith to get God's attention. we got to have faith to manifest God's word. We have to have strong faith. I encourage you to always keep your faith in motion. God says his word is at work in those who believe. When your faith is in motion, God's word is working. So be encouraged. Listen. Y'all already know, by faith we good, for we walk by faith and not by sight. And I look forward to reconnecting with you for another broadcast of the By Faith We Good podcast and radio show for uh, Keep Your Faith in Motion Part 12 as we come together and always press forward by faith. I love you, family. I'm out. Jesus led. He raised me. I do not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. He saved me.